0: WebmasterRadio.fm. Webmasterradio. B- 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 if you think WebmasterRadio.fm is smoking now, we ain't seen nothing yet, man. Woo. Right. <laughs> September 15, 16, and 17. It's a search bash Jamaica. Come to Jamaica for one of the biggest bashment party. Come rub elbows with the web's greatest marketing minds.
1: That's great.
0: You and a friend lying on the beach, sipping rum punch, and get a full body all over. It is Iron Man. (laughs) Find all the info at searchbash.com. Air transportation, hotel photos, and registration. Come hang out with the coolest people online at digital marketing. Yeah, we be jamming, man. Jamming with your webmaster radio show host.
2: This
3: is Craig, I need a beer, Nyland.
0: Hook up with some old friends.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a life experience you'll never forget. Excellent. Search Bash, Jamaica. In case you haven't been listening, I'm going to repeat myself. It's a happening thing in a Negro, Jamaica. To register and get all pertinent information, go to searchbash.com. Season and Seckless, get out and come down to Jamaica, search Bash 2006. Hosted by Webmaster Radio.fm.
4: Like now, I'm ready to go.
5: Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story get it that is exactly what you want quoted as the expert the story headline the spin every week join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public your public Craft your image, promote your products, create expert status, become the buzz. Join us with the pros, PR 101, crisis management, media blitzing, it's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you.
4: Hey everyone, this is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin. Welcome to this edition of Cover Story. I'm uh, very excited to have with me. I'm uh, sort of turning the tables a little bit on him. I'm going to make him a co-host as well as an interview. And I think you will find uh, what he has to say extremely enlightening. So I suggest everyone go grab a pen, grab a pad of paper and take some notes because the man who we're interviewing today is the man that you want to get to. And the only way that you can get to him is by listening to what it is that he wants and understand how he likes to get what he wants from you. So our special guest today, our featured guest, is Jeff Zabar. And uh, since the 1990s, he has followed the Marcom trade as the weekly advertising and marketing columnist for the South Florida Sun Sentinel. That's a big wig newspaper, folks, and is a frequent contributor to Advertising Age magazine. He's a freelance corporate copywriter and a home business expert. Jeff doubles as the chief home dot com, speaking and writing on small business marketing, technology and growth strategies. He does this all while keeping his wife, three kids and the family terrier from invading his space and messing with his focus. God, I hope Darren doesn't say that about me. Welcome, Jeff. How are you?
2: It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
4: I'm glad you're here. So I'm very, very fortunate because Jeff's actually done um, a couple of really cool, killer pieces on FM. and um, you know, thank you. No worries. Very much. He had a
2: compelling story to tell, which I think is the the key message. If anyone comes away from this talking to any journalist anywhere, if you got a compelling story, we're always interested to hear it.
4: Rock on, rock on. So let's go back a little bit in time and let's talk about you. How did you break into this industry?
2: Well, I studied uh, journalism at the University of Florida back in the 80s. I graduated, took a day job that was a pretty lousy stint as it was, and uh, as a cub reporter at a small weekly, my wife and I had uh, recently gotten married, and I said, you know what, I can do it better on my own. So it was like uh, 88, 89 that I uh, quit the day job, started freelancing. By 91, 92, I was writing for Ad Age, covering first it was Broward County, Florida, down here in the Fort Lauderdale market, and then Covering Broward and Dade County, and then it grew to all of Florida. And you know, it may seem like a you know pretty distant thousand miles from Madison Avenue, but there's a lot of good advertising that goes on in this market, not the least of which is the likes of uh, you know Crispin Porter That was a small like thirty person shop when I first started covering them. So right. it was something to see happen and, and evolve there. But but then uh, in time, after about a year or two of covering the the beat for Ad Age. Uh, Sun Sentinel came along, and they've always had a weekly marketing column, and they said, uh, hey, how would you like to write our column, because our columnist is moving on, and it's been a beautiful relationship ever since, and I continue to do a lot of writing for them on, again, as you had said, entrepreneurship, small business, the marketing industry, which is advertising, uh, electronic, digital, sort of web marketing, public relations, direct mail and direct marketing, all the different facets of marketing that's out there, and much has changed it keeps it all very interesting compelling and a lot to stay on top of
4: it, 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 truly and you as, as as a journalist has to you have to keep yourself in a in a position where you're on top of all the newest you know tips trends and what's happening in the marketplace that's an lo- awful lot of information to absorb on a daily or weekly basis how do you keep up
2: well first off I'm lucky that in the sense that there's a lot going on in South Florida but there's but there's also not a lot. So it's not like I have to write every column for a publication like Ad Age every every week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's pretty – it's focused. There's a lot happening. But the people – my readers are pretty savvy marketers, but they're not really bleeding-edge technologists and the like. I mean, they do some really cool stuff, but we're able to, to – Talk from a very lay perspective, which is what my readership needs for the most part. You know, my people are not Madison Avenue readers. They're not even the, the folks at a large ad shop down here, say, like a Crispin or a Zimmerman, who are, they They want to know news and trends and who got this job and stuff like that. They're not looking to me for, for again, the bleeding edge new trends that are out there, but by the same token, we still do give them some of the latest things that are going on, whether it's new ways to to use your website or email marketing or list building or brand development. Um, And and I often rely, to get back to your, your initial question, I often rely on people out there to contact me directly to say, hey, we have this great new product, idea, technology, strategy, you know, new clients we're trying this out with, different things going on that are helping people grow their businesses or be successful marketers. So I rely on, on your listeners to contact me and give me some compelling <laughs> news, something I want to write about.
4: Okay, no, which is, which is excellent. That's something that I want to focus directly on going forward a little bit is about the pitch. Sure. Uh, because I think that's so important, especially for someone like you, who you are a brand maker. Right. Although I, I do want to question you on something, because when I think of... Um, like let, let's call it the South Florida marketplace and you were saying how you know we're not exactly bleeding edge down here in a lot of ways I agree with you but then I wondered to myself my god you have so many people from madison you know first of all the, the let's let's take the advertising industry in itself has grown up a lot you know, you mentioned Crispin, and we're fortunate enough that, you know, I call her Skinny Katie, but Katie Kempner, you know, um, who's a vice president over Crispin, Port and Bogosky hosts a radio show called The Hook. It's the intersection of where advertising and PR me. Right. Um, you know, and they're, they're mammoth. I mean, she just came back, the poor kid's sickest dog, but, um, you know, they just came back from Con with, like, awards galore. Um, you know, you you've got, like you said, Zimmerman, you've got Tinsley down here. You know, you've got a lot of large advertising agencies, but you also have a lot of people who are... Um, big players in various industries across the board who vacation down here, who have condos down here. we you know, so there is a lot of technology, if not residing in South Florida, um, migrating, shall we say, right. through South Florida. Right. So I would think that they would, you know, and what's the paper they're going to read? You don't really have much of a choice down here. It's truly the Sun Sentinel.
2: Right. Well, we try and keep them that, and that's whether it's good or bad i think competition makes one better and and there are no other marketing columnists in the south florida market which i've always lamented because i've always liked having other publications out there that are that are my competitors (laughs) that are are looking at the ad trade on a regular basis not just okay it's been six weeks let's write a marketing column or write a story about what crispin's doing or write a story about this new ad campaign about this that or the other you know from Florida tourism, or citrus, or you know, new cruise line ads. So, I mean, I like the competition, and I and I will uh, offer a mea culpa to say that we're I I don't want to impart the view that that South Florida is lacking in, in in brain power when it comes to the marketing trade, or that we're weak because we have some really really great thinkers. I mean, we've mentioned a couple of them here, and then we have some micro shops, some very small uh, agencies that are. Really strong in building brands, and, and whether it's graphic design or the integration of, of graphics and planning and, and media strategies and things like that. That that you know, we do have some great stuff going on. Uh, but my readers, for the most part, aside from the industry insiders who are looking to hear what else is going on, uh, my focus in the in the, the section that I write in is called Your Business, and Your Business takes a decidedly small business perspective on on everything that it covers. So it covers, I wrote a story recently about how to prepare your small business for hurricane season. So it's right, not how you're going to prepare Fortune 500. It's what are you going to do? You've got 30 employees. What are you going to do um, You know, if a hurricane comes or how do you prepare for the season? So that said, my marketing tips have to be something that, that a company of 10 people or a company of 250 people are able to implement in some way. Um, to, to take advantage of. So it's not that they're going to go out and, and you know, run television spots on, on, on the Super Bowl, but they still want to see what some of the ideas are, what some of the thinking is, and stuff that they can put down the paper at the end of the, of the read and say, you know what, I like that idea. I'm going to see how I can try and implement something close to that for my own business.
4: Well, which is cool, too, because you cover a myriad of different industries, and you know I, I've always said the smart thing to do is look at what other industries are doing because you can take some really great pearls of wisdom from them and implement it into your environment. Right. Because sometimes we have a tendency to get a little staid. Um, it's,
2: it's always key to just keep looking, keep looking at what the competitor's doing. And like I said, I, I lament not having a competitor, so to speak, in the market who's, who's writing about this. Because it keeps me on my toes and I get to see some other stuff going on. You know, it's always cool.
4: You know, I mean, because I agree with you. I always, I always say, uh, you know, competition breeds a marketplace. However, when you get to be the big dog, the big kahuna like yourself, you know what? It's nice to sit on that throne.
2: Uh, and, you know what? I like <laughs> I like the 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 imports. I'll I'll pay you the twenty bucks and we're done for all this, this these uh, grand accolades you're tossing my way. Twenty bucks?
4: No, 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 no. Read the fine print. <laughs> Read the fine
2: print. There you go. Okay. How about I'll give you a cut of my proceeds from all my work? I think it's settle for the twenty bucks.
4: Hey, no. you know what? I think what we need to do is take a quick break and talk about a cut of proceeds and thank our awesome advertisers that make this show possible. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Stick around.
6: Cover story. We'll be back after this short break.
3: a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media. PRWeb was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct to consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PRWeb has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PRWeb is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PRWeb is here to help You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. (laughs) He has a great time that he can't expense. Truelocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. You're brilliant Brilliant. at creating innovative ideas, ideas, building brand value, and increasing customer loyalty. But when it comes to measuring, testing, and optimizing every online interaction, you need help. In the fast-changing new world of marketing, the web is where it's happening. Where it's happening. That's why a powerful online marketing performance management solution is the next major evolution for web trends and for you. Web trends. Web trends Marketing Lab. You bring the art. We'll deliver the science. Learn more now at webtrends.com. Katie Kempner. Katie, Katie. 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 Katie Kempner. Your
1: Katie. Katie Kempner.
4: Kate, hate, 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 Katie Kempner. Katie. Katie. Katie Kempner.
2: Just a little bit about The Hook, I'm The Hook, the hook,
4: the, hook. the
2: hook. What I hope to do with The Hook is to give
3: you the chance to hear what my friends and colleagues are thinking about doing, the hook. doing,
2: doing, people in the marketing, PR advertising industries right on the forefront, and including people that cover these industries. So
3: what I'd like to do is, what I'd like to do is, what I'd like to do is, help you make your job
6: easier. What I'd like to do is, what I'd like to do is, what I'd like to do is, like to do is join me each week, two o'clock on Tuesday, Tuesday, the
4: intersection of advertising and PR. Slim Katie, yes, I'm the real Katie. Oh, you the Katie. So want the swim Katie's I just demonstrating, so won't the real slim? Katie, please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. Up, Cause I'm
2: slim, Katie, yes, i the real Katie, Katie.
3: Are you all you want the swim. Katie's adjusting them tating, so won't the real slim. Katie, please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. Right here, right here, right here. Katie, Katie, Katie.
6: right here, right here, right here Katie, Katie, Katie. on webmasterradio.fm Online. Commercial's off. Now back to cover story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host.
4: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story. Uh, we are again joined by Jeff Zabar, who is the marketing columnist for The Sun Sentinel and also just a virtual guru when it comes to um, being a home marketer, a marketer in general, and a, and a good guy. Welcome back, Jeff
2: for having me. It's great to be here.
4: I love when people say that.
2: It's great to be here. It, thank you so much. No, thank you for having me.
4: Thank you for having me. Of course, like that, that actually is meant in such a polite way, but boy, it sends the mind going in a completely different direction. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my fault, I guess, if my mind went <laughs> in a completely different direction. Anyway, so let's talk about, you know, something that we, we always preach on this show. We've got a couple of little mantras, and one of them is, you know, first of all, understand when you're pitching to a specific columnist. Beat like understand who that columnist is. Don't call and try to pitch someone when you haven't read their work before, right? That's
2: painful. That's painful,
4: right? That's an insult. That's,
2: exactly. That's the greatest lament, I think, that uh that a uh, uh, any columnist or even beat writer, and a beat writer being somebody who covers, you know, the police blotter at the at the local, you know, at the city uh, police department or whatever. They cover the metro, or they cover the you know finances in the in the business section. I mean, we have there are beat writers for every different thing that you can think of. It's like you, you wouldn't call your local Metro Daily and speak to John Smith and say, okay, I want to I tell you a story about, you know, uh, there are, I, I got a story for you about uh, the local football team. Well, I cover badminton. Why <laughs> did you call me? You know, I mean, and that's what I get. I get a lot of people who toss a lot of maybe good stories, but I ain't the food critic, okay? So it just <laughs> comes to me. So right. know who you're talking to. Right. You
4: can buy me that free dinner. I'm just not going to write about it. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So really know who, you know, have enough respect that if you're asking someone to do something which is going to create um, better credibility for you, extend your expert status, and, you know, potentially bring you in more sales. Right. Okay. Know who you're talking to.
2: That, and that's key. And, that, and you know what? And that ain't rocket science either because all you do is I, I tell people, take a week or two, sit down. And if it's the local publication, you're trying to establish yourself as a, as a, quote, expert in your local market, grab your local papers for the course of a week or two. And you don't have to build a big list, but you can start to exclude those that won't be the people you want to talk to. So, if it's business, then you pretty much can get rid of the you know the, the cover section, the local section, the food and living and lifestyle section, and you can and get rid of sports and stick with the business page. Now, obviously, there's some crossover. So, if you're you know if you if you handle uh, you know, if you have a business that's into sports, there's a chance that the sports section might have a business of sports columnist or writer. So uh, I know at the Sun-Sentinel, we have Sarah Talalay, who writes about the business of sports. So she talks about the Dolphins, the Panthers, the Heat, or the Marlins from the business perspective of what's going on, not player stats and stuff. So just takes a little bit of reading, maybe a little bit of note-taking. And you know what, and if you don't understand or if you don't get it, send an email or make a call and, and Again, make up. but I don't understand. Can you please tell me if this is your bailiwick, if this is what you write about? Nine times out of ten, they won't hang up on you or just hit delete. They might give you a little bit of insight to help you out with what you need.
4: Okay, so what you're saying is, because this is a big, a big bone of contention with us, is really how, and un- un- understandably everyone's different, mm-hmm. is how to make that pitch and how to make that pitch stick. Because, you know, we always say here, if you make a journalist's life easier by providing them with a story that's a good fit more likely to do business with you right and then of course if they like you they're even more likely to do business with you right and you know it's interesting we had on last week we had on um, the NHL Bernadette um, Mansour from the NHL and she had won um, best practices for the silver at the Silver Annals for the Public Relations Society of America because of her stellar work when it came to the 2004 2005 um, work stoppage You're you're familiar with that, correct? Yes,
2: we're big hockey fans.
4: Yeah, rock on, except I'm a fair weather (laughs) hockey fan.
2: And it was easy to be such back uh, during that time, but the NHL did a good job finally bringing it back together.
4: Right, which is really cool. And the interesting thing that we've been hearing, um, and I want your take on this, is, you know, it used to be when it came to, uh, like, crisis management, it was the spin. It was the polish. It was the, oh, what a tangle, what we weave when first we learned to deceive. And then today it's really been, you know, you're hearing, you know, blog you know, I'm not a huge fan of blogs per se, but they're huge, so I should be. Um, where people are more being told, you know, be yourself. Right. You know, don't you don't have to come out and, and put a spin on something and say, Hey, I'm human, I messed up. Right. Or hey, so what you're saying to me is you're very open with people calling you and saying hi, I've read your article. I'd really like some coverage from you. I don't know if this is a right fit. What kind of format would you like my pitch in? You know, can you maybe point me in the right direction if you're not the right person? Right. So you're saying that you're open to this.
2: Well, I am. And I know, you know what? I know that there are people out there who when you pitch to them, they will slam the phone. They will de- not slam the phone, but they're not nice. There are there are those reporters out there, just as there are people in every walk of life, in every station, in every business, in every you know employee that are not nice people to deal with. And, and I've come across many, and I've heard from many publicists who have a hard time with with other. Journalists and my peers out there in the field.
4: Who all are the that, worst ones? Who are the worst ones that you've heard about?
2: Nah, I can't mention names. Oh, there come on, drop and, and some who have moved on uh, mm-hmm. out of this market, and we all sang, you know, held a little toast in their behalf to say, <laughs> "Good riddance," and may the next market serve you just as poorly. Um,
1: <laughs> but
2: but I think that the, I, I welcome. Somebody sent me an email today, and if, if you will indulge me, it was a guy from a local advertising agency who we've really not corresponded with. I don't get a lot of stuff out of him, but he, he sent me. An email just saying, his, his email, please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. No, just kidding. He said, <laughs> please allow me to introduce myself. He was given my name from somebody else. So There was a referral. We run a small Fort Lauderdale ad shop, and we're doing some good work, and you know, we're, we're into branding and digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So, he told me who he is, made a referral, told me what he does. Um, please don't hesitate to call on us if we can ever help you. And so, you know what? I took a few minutes. In fact, what I may do is just copy this, my reply, because it's kind of a, a pat answer that I'd like to give people. I said, thanks. And, you know, I welcome any pitch or story ideas you can send my way. I don't always reach out proactively. So keep pinging me if you got a good idea. Um, just stay on my radar. I said, I'm not always receptive to your pitches, including those you think are compelling and must read for my readers.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: but I said, I'm, I'm rarely rude or, or put offish. You know, if, I, if it doesn't work, just understand, it's nothing personal. It's just not going to work. You know the story idea you may pitch, and then I also have a query list that I send out to publicists locally. I'm looking for, you know, a redheaded stepchild of a multi-billionaire for a story I'm writing on redheaded stepchild or multi-billionaire. Do you know anybody I'd put out there? Um, and apparently, uh, a bunch of. You know, people would get back to me if I put out that query. So I invited him. I said, if you want to join my query list, I'll put you on it. Um, But the point is, he reached out in a a nice way just to introduce himself. Mm -hmm. And I said, hit me anytime you want. They're not always going to stick. Now, by the same token, and what I should have put in here is he didn't ask and I didn't tell my preferences. I hate attachments. I despise attachments unless they're not asked for, A, because of viruses, B, because they're a nuisance. They just clog up my bandwidth, and I have no desire for a five-meg photo of your boss.
4: Okay. Right, right. I'm sorry. I'm not into bald-headed 45-year-old men. Wrong I on. don't
2: need it. And if you <laughs> knew my column, right. you'd know that I don't run mugshots in my column. Okay? <laughs> if you want to send me, if you think that this PDF, and preferably the smaller the file, the better, and ask me what format, because EPS on my computer don't open. Okay? So if you want to send me a JPEG or a TIFF or, a, or even an uh, a, 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 uh, uh, acrobat, you know, PDF file, perfect. And if that you think is going to sell me on your story, great. But typically, you know what, don't... If, it, it, I don't want it unless it's asked for as far as uh, uh, images are concerned and a lot of people are that way but by the same token you got Bob Garfield up at AdAge all he does is review videotapes you know the latest commercials I don't know if he asks for them or if he gets a thousand over the transom every week which I think is probably more I the think case that's
4: reality yeah
2: but that's what it and they're not even videotapes now they're they're email files or the FTPs or whatever the case may be so what we're seeing is there Each each individual has their specific way of doing things, I welcome it, but that's just Jeff. So, you know, if yeah, you think... No, which is great. And, and it's key to know the, the individual preferences and the way that the writer works. Um, because, again, uh, you want to be a partner. And if I may offer one other idea out Mm -hmm, there Uh, one thing that I think all journalists appreciate is when a publicist or a person with a story idea A. can take no for an answer well
1: Mm -hmm,
2: and B, B. realizes it's not always about them or their clients So if I called Brandy today and I said, Brandy, you know what? I need a client who has a 67 uh, Ford Mustang convertible, you know, 387 and this, that, and the other. Well, I don't have anybody, so sorry I can't help you. Your response should be, you know what? I don't know anybody, but I have some people I can ask. There's some people I know who who know car collectors. You know, the other way to take it is... I don't know anybody, and none of my clients fit, so I'm not going to help you here. And it could be something much more narrow. It can be, you know, I need people who have made the switch to flat panel monitors for their computers, or I need somebody from a marketing perspective. I also do a technology column, but I need somebody from a marketing perspective who has gotten into email marketing. Well, none of my clients do it, so you know what, Jeff, I can't help you. The answer is... I don't know of anybody, but let me search around and see what I can do for you. It's not always about you and your client if you're trying to build a bridge and mm-hmm. build a relationship with a journalist.
4: Oh, amen. Because, okay. I agree with you 100%. I think, A, you need to be tough-skinned and realize like it's not about you. Right. And I always say I use the exact same thing to people, and I'm sure there's people out there smiling away right now. I always say to people, stay on my radar. If you stay on my radar, I will do everything for you.
2: Right. Let me ask you, as we're talking about turning Mm -hmm. the tables, how do people stay on your radar and what is the preferred method, for example, that Brandy appreciates for (laughs) WebmasterRadio.fm?
4: You're so cute. Thank you for the .fm. That's just it. You know, we just came back, for example, from um, DM Days, which is a direct marketer's conference, and I think I had six of my advertisers speak on panels. We're very lucky because we've got very, the CEOs of these companies are are very respected companies, so it was really something that was like like a win-win for everyone. Right. I got to do a favor for friends, and because we call them, we call our, our advertisers family. Um, so I, I got to do favors, for, you know, for family. And the conference benefited because they got some of the finest minds sharing information with their attendees. So you know, for me, it's really emails. It's the way you've been handling me, Jeff. Right. right. And also respecting the fact that I always say this to people: I am so silly, busy. If someone says, "Oh my God, I need you now," I will absolutely and positively make time for you. But, you know, is, is calling me and emailing me and politely staying on my radar. Right. And knowing that if I'm blowing you off, I'm not blowing you off because I don't like you because I'm a very upfront person. If I think we can't do something together, I will, because my philosophy in life is I'd rather get a thousand no's and one yes. Right. So I will say to someone, you know what, I think you seem really wonderful. I don't think we're a good fit. Um, and I will think of a way that if I do think of there's, there's someone else that they could benefit from, I'll send them that way. Right. Um, Because I'm a very firm believer what you give out is what you get back. Exactly. And someone that you can help today who's not benefiting you, you know, A, happiness breeds happiness, and B, um, you know, can all come full circle at some point.
2: It's that pay it forward. Yeah. You know, like they did in the movie, and there's an ad on TV right now that's, that's everyone, someone does a good deed, and some bystander sees the good deed, and then they do a good deed, and then they do a good deed. And I mean, you know and what? So there I are wonder- mean people, there are nasty people, there are people who wouldn't do a good deed to save their mother's life. But you know what? We do the good deeds, and it's just good karma. Regardless of whether there's payoff, it's just good juju to be nice to people.
4: It is. And speaking of good juju, let's pay a little homage to our awesome advertisers, and we'll be right back right after this commercial break. Stick around.
6: Cover story. We'll be back after this short break.
0: Did you know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? <laughs> Now, monetize this bouncing traffic with stopbounce.com. Log on to stopbounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source, all while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with stopbounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits.
3: Google AdSense, how do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site, so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com AdSense now. google.com AdSense.
5: It's all about links baby textlinkads.com
3: captain's log stardate 8130.3 starship enterprise on training mission to gamma hydra section 14
1: identify for retina scan
3: it's monty Kahn. Kahn, you've got genesis but you don't have me You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here.
2: The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have
3: a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr.
2: Khan. This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, <laughs> some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Fox. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. Now all y'all got to do is just relax. Doctor's order. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. God, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you, be the master of your domain. Master, 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 master. Master. Master.
3: <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of con Listen to Domain Masters
0: Wednesday nights at 7pm
3: Eastern Only on WebmasterRadio.fm
6: Commercials off Now back to Cover Story We're reserving a headline for you Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Here's your host
4: Alright everyone Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story With our featured guests. Jeff Zabar, who is the marketing columnist for The Sun, Sentinel, and so many other things. In our past segment, he had turned the tables on me and was asking me um, how people stay on my radar and how I like to be approached. And uh, you know what, Jeff? Basically, it's really, it's the people that stay consistent with me who will end up getting attention from me. And I appreciate that. I right. really do. I, totally do. I totally, totally appreciate that because I was, I was telling someone once, we were at AdTech in San Francisco. And I was standing at the front of our booth. We had like this thirty by seventy booth. It was massive. And I'm standing in, in the front of our booth and someone came over and they said, Hey Brandy, da 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 and they started a conversation. Then someone walked up two seconds later, this is the very beginning of the show. And they said, Oh, could I borrow her for a second? I said, My apologies. Could, could you wait a moment, please? And I started talking to this person. Then someone else came up and tapped that person and said, Would you mind if I borrowed her for a second? <laughs> so literally for three days all I did was spin in circles and not finish one conversation that I started.
2: Well, you know, why should why should life at a conference be any different than it seems? for many of us life and in the office in the home office on the cell phone it's just you know we're all ferrets on speed nowadays with all the information coming in and the things going on so
4: well and i think that's it and i think if you just stay i think if you if you treat people the way you want to be treated if you're honest and upfront with people i don't think that there's anything that we can do today but continue to pitch me rock on right or i'm super super busy could you call me in a week because i will try to remember to call you in a week but i will go to pick up that phone and someone will grab me but if you call me i'm yours so for me, I think that's how it, wor- it works best. Right. What's your worst? Like, what does someone do just to offend you the most? Who thought they were being so slick and trying to get into your good graces?
2: Okay, I'm gonna call you. Let's, we're gonna do a little role playing right now, <laughs> and, and and so I'm calling you. I'm a I'm a publicist, probably not a publicist because they wouldn't make this faux pas. But I'm a I'm a marketing person or a publicist who just doesn't know. And you're Jeff.
4: Okay? I, oh, I get so to be you.
2: The, the, you get to be me. How cool? The, Can and I be Terry too? You, so,
4: Ring. Hey, this is Jeff Zabar. I'm really cool. Hey, Jeff, how are hey, you?
2: Jess, how you doing today? i got a story to pitch you. I'm a, I run a small business here in Fort Lauderdale, and my business does this, that, and the other, and I'm going to go on for about five minutes, and I'm not going to stop to give you a chance to talk, and I'm just going to continue and continue. Shut my story. up!
1: And, and then about
2: 15 <laughs> seconds into this, I'm like, you know what? Put it in an email. I'll talk to you later. Okay? <laughs> uh-huh. See, that was a very short role play, but you did it very well. Um, <laughs> the main faux pas. Do you know what it was?
4: Hello. How... Are you? How
2: are you? Do you have a moment? I want to ask you a question. <laughs> that, and it's funny because I'll go give presentations as as a journalist. I'll give presentations to to publicists or to marketing groups or whatever, and it'll be on how to you know how to get on the, in the good graces of mm. a journalist or any writer. And I'm like, what's the first thing you ask? Are you on deadline? Do you right. have a minute? Do you to have talk? a
4: moment? See now, the thing is, personally, and this is one thing I'll say, I never asked that. Do you have a moment thing?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Because I don't think anyone ever does have a moment.
2: Right, exactly. Lie to me. Tell me you have a moment and I'll <laughs> take your time regardless. But Even say, no, I don't have a moment. Well, let me steal a moment anyway.
4: Well, no, no. My thing is, if I was, let's say I was calling you,
2: mm-hmm.
4: I wouldn't ask you if you have time. Because that now gives you an out. But what I would do, and this is just a brandy thing. So please, people, do not like, call me and yell at me. I'm not telling you to do this. Because I do feel like at the end of the day, like, if you're giving me an out, I don't have time. Right. Right? Like, I don't have time to talk to you if you give me an out. But if you don't give me an out and you're nice and you're charming and you're engaging and you sound like you actually give two hoots about me, I'm going to make the time for you because you've just caught me on the phone. Right. So, to, for me, and that's just my style. Um, and, you know, it's funny. When I, I used to run a charity way, 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 way back when, and I got a lot of media coverage from it, and I asked people, like, wow, you know, you guys have done a lot of really wonderful things for me. Why? You know? Like, right. Why? right. And they said... Because you really took the time to get to know us. Right. Like you cared. Right. And like that's something I take for granted. You know like it's funny like the way you perceive yourself isn't the way other people perceive you. Right. But treat people like people. And also, you know, I, w- I think is, is try to differentiate yourself from everyone else. Mm-hmm. So get to the point, but be like be fun.
2: Do well, my, my key is, there was, there was once a website I saw, and I, I forget how the guy actually phrased the line, but it's we all like doing business with people we like doing business with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know what, if, if I'm busy... And this is, again, you have your, your style, I have mine. If, if I'm busy and Brandy called me and said, Jeff, hey, this is Brandy, we've never met, but I was referred to you, do you have a minute? And if I don't, if, I don't, if I'm on deadline and I'm crunched on deadline, i say, look, Brandy, you know what, call me back tomorrow, I'll be available. Or you know what, jeff at chiefhomeofficer.com, just drop me an email and I'll, and I'll reply to you, because I'll reply to every email I receive, um, except for those Nigerian oil ministers who are looking to get rid of, you know, dollar sign U.S., 300 billion dollars, or whatever the case God, may don't be. you
4: just want to respond? I'm just dying to respond back to one of those, though.
2: You know what? If I can set up, a, like, a, a, you know, a Yahoo or a Hotmail account, and I just <laughs> want to see what happens. <laughs> right. Because, we God should. Forbid, you know what I did once, and we certainly we digress, but I got an email from one of the, one of the spammers out there, and yeah. just in a, in a total brain lapse, when the, when the uh, send receipt box came up when I opened the email, I just clicked return, and I sent a receipt. And that is the absolute worst thing you could possibly ever, ever, ever do. <laughs> it's like replying, "Yes, please send me information on your three hundred billion, you know, right. uh, Nigerian oil dollars that are out there." That's um, so
4: funny. I personally I, love when people ask me if I want a bigger penis.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, you take the bigger penis. I'll have the bigger boobs, and we'll between us, we'll be okay. Right.
1: right. Um.
2: But but you know, I just tell people, you know, send the information. Work it right. Like you said, you work that relationship. We want to do business with people. But understand that, like you said, if, if I say no, or if I say no, not now, I'm usually opening the door for later. And if I say, you know, and, and most often, if I'm busy, but not slammed, and somebody says, hey, do you have a minute? Uh, and I'll do it this way. I'll say, you got three minutes. Give right. me your pitch. Take your best shot. You know, and it's not like, I'm, again, arrogance and Jeff Zabar typically don't go in the same sense. So if it comes across that way, that's not my intention. But it's, you know, you talk about being playful. Like, here, we're in an elevator ride. We're going from, you know, we're the Empire State Building. We're going from zero to uh, the 82nd floor. So you'd better make it quick. You know, something like that. You know, like, you have a little bit of time, but let's go. So, you know, I try and open it up. Let but you're creating have
4: boundaries. But, you know, so you, 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 you're talking about something very important. You're creating boundaries for people. Which is also saving you time. Great. Right. Give me the elevator pitch. You've got three minutes. You've got me on the phone. I'm not hanging up with you. I'm the guy. I'm the brand maker. Right. Right?
2: So, And that's, and that's key. Um, because, again, tide, tidings change. Tides ebb and flow. What is the, the one who may be able to give you ink today may be you know, talking to you in a, from a different station tomorrow. <laughs> right. So,
4: exactly.
2: And you never know. And, you know, where some people say, don't worry about who you step on on the way up.
4: Oh, you, BS. You,
2: one day you will be going back down that ladder or you will have blinked and that person will be above you on the ladder and be in a position to help you. And if you were a yutz on your way up... um you know, they may be equally, or maybe they'll just be good folk and say, "You know what? That was a different time, a different day. Uh, you know, what can I do for
4: you?" Right, or 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 how can I allow you to take that step off the off the cliff? Because
2: exactly, <laughs> you can only hope someone out there is looking out for you and, and just you know hoping hoping that uh, things work out okay.
4: What's the most creative thing that someone's done to get your attention?
2: It's hard to say. There used to be an ad shop in Miami that did sort of promotions and events, and they were called Creatability, and they did some really cool mm-hmm. stuff. And they, did, they handled uh, Universal Studios way back when. So they did an invite for when something, again, we're going back 10 years or so, but it was like a, a Flintstones ride or exhibit or not exhibit, but something, attraction up at Universal. And so they did the invitation on big styrofoam, like a gray styrofoam chunk that was designed to look like the Daily Slab, which is what Fred and Wilma used to read as their newspaper. Uh And they, they delivered it in a loincloth.
1: Oh, I you love like it
2: a, like a leopard skin, like <laughs> slip fabric, and and it was FedEx or how it was delivered, like that. They they did the jaws opening at uh, for Universal as well. And what came in the box but a plastic severed hand? Okay, <laughs> that was holding the invite. I mean, that's that's that's. Is that creative? Yeah. Is that going out and finding some really cool stuff that you can do? Um, Yeah. Rather than just sending a normal invite or a picture or something, it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be over the top. Although Mm -hmm. you you know, people are looking for more creative out there and creative ideas. So you got to try and be you know as creative as you can um, in what you're what you're doing, but. Also, it's, it's a matter of just being in front of people and being constant and, you know, and consistent. I sort of call it the Chinese water torture of publicity. Just, you don't, it's, not, it's not the wave, it's not the tsunami that comes through, it's the drip, drip, drip that gets your attention over time. And I think it's really important to make sure that, that you stay in front of whoever the person is, whether you're reaching out to a client. And you're sending mailings all the time. We have an ad shop or a design firm down here in Fort Lauderdale called Gautier Designs. And every month, they're sending some a magazine that they create for themselves um, or a, a card or a little, like, a booklet on design. Every, they're constantly sending this stuff out just to help. Keep,
4: keep top of mind.
2: Keep top of mind. Mm-hmm. And it's always there. And do I read it all the time? Maybe yeah. not. But I'm remembering the guy.
4: Right, um, because you're being thought of, and they're sending you stuff.
2: Exactly.
4: Uh-huh. Okay, exactly. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. What's the biggest favor that someone's ever done for you?
2: The biggest favor. There, you know what? They're they're constant and they're they're numerous. I, I think any sort of referral that gets me in the door where I was not um, getting the gig at ad age back in 91, ninety one ninety ninety one had to be probably. As far as a career goes, mm-hmm. I would not be here had that person who I worked with at that small daily or weekly newspaper had she not said to me, "You know what? I know this woman, Ann Moncrief, who used to be the the Miami Heralds marketing columnist for years, but she was with ad age prior, and she was a columnist in Peru and then she moved up to to- you know to Florida and then she was moving back and they said, "You know what she wants to release some of the ad age coverage she does. Why don't you call her?" So I called this woman. She got me in. I started doing piddly little stories. And then Hurricane Andrew came through, and Adage says, Are you okay? Is your family okay? You want to earn some money? Go down to Miami and see how everyone's doing in Miami. You know, because that's really where Andrew is. Right, hit. right, absolutely. And so I grabbed, jumped into my Jeep Cherokee, and I was driving over trees and limbs and past boats that were up on the shore. And I went down to Burger King, and I went down to Crispin, and I went up, down to Bieber Silverstein and all of this stuff, just to see how they had all fared. Right, absolutely. But all of this stuff all started.
4: You are like the Rick Sanchez of a uh...
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, well um, maybe not.
4: Well, you know, well... Oh, we exactly. That
2: or, or Anderson Cooper, I guess, to a certain extent, or whoever is out on the, the front no, line. Well,
4: let's let's pick Anderson. I like Anderson better.
2: There you go. Okay. So, but I was out there, and it was all started because a woman named Lisa, who actually, Lisa Treester, who runs a, a very successful PR firm in Miami Beach now, um... He made the introduction between me and Ann, and Ann was able to turn me onto that gig. And because I had that gig, another PR guy, who's sadly his name escapes me now, <laughs> knew that the PR, the, the marketing columnist at the Sun Sentinel was leaving the market to, to move. And he knew that, and he called me, and he said, you know what, it's perfect for you. And so... This is like ninety three, mm-hmm. and so I called, and I and I was bold, I was brazen, I was a young turk, and I was not going to take no for an answer. I'm like, I called the editor who was who was the assistant editor for that department for that column, and I said, I'm the man you want. I said there is no one else who has more contacts, who has the leads, who knows the people, who knows the industry. I'm the person you want. And lo and behold, they had me do a couple sample columns, and about three weeks later, they said it's yours. And now the Sun Sentinel Touchwood is my single largest. Recurring client, where I do, I did a story in today's issue about uh, uh, Cartoon Network is running a teaser campaign right now. With you might have seen the boards out there. One says, "I pooted." Yes. What
4: the hell does that mean? Yeah, I
2: pooted means I farted. Excuse my French, but essentially. But that's they said. Any six-year-old knows this stuff.
4: Yeah, but not me. (laughs) But not you, and
2: not me. And so that was part of it. That you know they put it in high, high. Traffic, traffic commute or, location. Because I did,
4: I saw that we were coming from the airport the other night, or no, we were going down to a wedding in Miami on Saturday, and I'm like, am I seeing what I've seen? Is that like, is that billboard and half construction
2: Exactly. And so they ran a number of them. Clowns hate tangelos was one of the, what the heck does clown, you know, what the heck does that mean? Right. I have no idea. So I, you know, so, you know, that was a story that we had today, and it frankly it was, they came to me because I didn't, I hadn't seen it, the Sun Sentinel came to me and said, what does I pooted mean? What's with clowns hate tangelos? By the way, clowns hate tangelos because it messes with their equilibrium. That's what that's all about, so just so we're clear. Um, <laughs> but we did a story on that, and that's the type of stuff that we're constantly doing and having right, fun with.
4: Right, right, now. It, And and it's neat just to see the way different people approach things, different media approaches things, different companies approach things. And I think it's neat that you guys really offer a huge or you, I should say, you really touch on a wide array of companies and industries. Like, I mean, I really give you a lot of credit because to be able to touch on so many different industries and be able to tell their story in a really intelligent way, which means that you have to have an understanding of their industry is like rock on.
2: Well, it's, it's fun. It's taken a long time to get here. Um, it, it continues to be very rewarding, and it opens doors because I, I do, in, in writing that, I get other journalism assignments, other freelance assignments, corporate copywriting assignments because of connections that I make, and I'm not one of your journeymen, in the, in the journalism trade, and I know somebody who I went to school with who was in uh, broadcast journalism. His first job was Bismarck, North Dakota, okay?
1: Um, mm. I have...
2: Ab- now, no dig on Bismarck. No. I have absolutely no desire to ever live there or leave South Florida for that matter, although, you know, hurricane season, who knows? But... You know, again, don't want Whatever. to jinx anything. But, and I'm born and raised here. My family's here. My friends are here. Everyone I went to from kindergarten up through college with. Wow, up, you're
4: like a minority. Yeah,
2: exactly. But you know what? Myself, my family, my, my brother, now my kids, we're all South Floridians. So I had no desire to be a journeyman in life. And so that's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. So and ask you a have a lot of good so, rewards out of it.
4: So, like, if Sam, if Sam, I always call him Sam, if Stuart Elliott called you from the Times and said, Hey, bud. I want to share my column with you, but you've got to move to New York.
2: You know what? Three young kids, I'm not moving to New York. Wow. Uh, I was in New York about uh, uh, yes, three weeks yes. ago, and it was gorgeous, and we, I just was loving life. We, we took the kids from Brooklyn on the subway to, to um, uh, the Herald, Herald Square, and then walked from 34th Street down to Times Square, and it was just, it was a gorgeous Saturday afternoon. You walked from
4: 34th to Times Square? Yeah, and you had feet attached to your body still. Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, that's you know what
2: that's not bad. Everyone was saying that it's what <laughs> it's eight blocks, thirty no, fourth Street to Forty second Street. It's eight what eight blocks? Is my how's my math? You know, mm-hmm. and then over a few. I mean, when or you're then
4: over a few over like a couple of dozen.
2: Yeah, you know the the it, it was. It, put it this way, it wasn't as maybe looking back. Maybe that's my le- why my legs felt like rubber bands and I was done. <laughs> no, but but it was you know what it was fun. But you know what, and I know a lot of people raised families there my sister has two kids and they're living out in Brooklyn you know we're suburbanites right. and we're south floridians and and i, I would i Move for that Not at this stage in life
4: God but you know what You wouldn't even move for it. You wouldn't even move To come into the damn studio today
2: Yeah you know I'm a lazy <laughs> SOB So I'm, I'm just sitting here Out in the burbs I'm You know the thing is I'm in tanks And tank, tank top And shorts here So this is my uh, If I had to get dressed I don't know what I'd do You know I'd blow my cover And who knows No but that would Probably be painting fun. more of a picture Than people need to Well visualize.
4: yeah Right 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 The way Hmm uh, Yeah except we're very casual Here as well We have to have you come Into the studio Because it's not that often I mean we do You know we've got host that are in De- um, Denmark and in the UK and California, you know, all over the world. So it's really, really neat. We can have people come into the studio.
2: Next time we will because for no better reason than I was just lazy, I'm not there right now. So next time I will come in and we will we will do this face-to-face.
4: Rock on. I think I'll we'll have a lot of fun doing that too. Yeah, no doubt. So that's really terrific. So let's uh, take our last commercial break, and we will be right back with our very fabulous featured guest, Jeff Sabar.
6: Commercials off. Now back to cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on Webmaster Radio.fm. Here's your host. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? What kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are.
1: Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart. Walmart.com
3: Media.com today.
4: You wouldn't just tell your web hosting company to just give you the next available random domain name, so don't do that with your phone number.
3: A toll-free number that matches your company name or service can be invaluable and give you an instant nationwide brand name. Try the free Vanity number search engine at tollfreenumbers.com. But don't wait, because 1-800-YOUR-NAME may never be available again. tollfreenumbers.com.
2: Oh, my song, right, I know, I don't like it. <laughs> Speaking of a girl named Suzy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of a girl named Suzy, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Susan Brun, Susan Brun, Susan, Brett. Susan Brett. Welcome to the new world, Madonna, Madonna. The hottest woman in the world, <laughs> bounce a quarter off those buns, Madonna. Speaking of a girl named Suzy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of a girl named Suzy, yeah, 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 Women love a good dancer and they love a good kisser
4: I like that, I like
2: that Dude, you are so cool, cool, cool Isn't that the funniest thing, smoocher? Speaking smoocher. of a girl named yeah, yeah, yeah Speaking of a girl named
6: Yeah, yeah at tech connect thursday following the daily search cast. <laughs> only on Webmaster FM. i always liked my name but now i'm having second thoughts i'm gonna change my name commercials off now back to cover story we're reserving a headline for you only on FM. here's your host
4: hey everyone Welcome back to uh, this final segment of a cover story where today's featured guest is, is Jeff Zabar of the Sun Sentinel and so many other things. Uh, we've gotten phenomenal insight today on, um, now obviously Jeff can only speak for himself, but how Jeff likes to get pitched, how to have a little bit of a, a, hard, sh- a hard shell if someone says no, but to stay on their radar and be persistent. So uh, welcome back, Jeff.
2: It's great to be here again.
4: Yay! We love that. (laughs) This has been so much fun, and we have so much to talk about. Your wealth of knowledge—I know—we haven't even begun to tap into all the areas that I know would be of tremendous benefit to our listeners. So, before we even get close to ending, I have to ask you to come back and uh, chat with us again.
2: I would love to. This has been this has been fun, and uh, you know, sort of along the lines of, of what I try and accomplish. In my work as a journalist, you know, I've never bought into that fourth estate thing where it sort of puts the, the, the media, the press on a, on a higher pedestal along with the, what is it, the royal, the, the nobility, the, the religious. You know the, the religious establishment, the, the commoners, and then the fourth estate, which is the uh, which is the the media. I've always tried to be pretty much across the board equal and and help out as best I can because I, I realize that people spend a lot of money to try and grow their brand and get publicity, and you know what? I I don't try and keep a, a a lock and key on on getting ink and having exposure. Um, so we well, because that
4: comes back to well, you know what? Because that comes back to bite you in the nose. Like, right. like you made the you made the point the other day. Like this guy who was just this little pestering, festering little pain in the neck guy, or 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 maybe he was this really nice guy, but he was a little nothing. So you sort of didn't pay attention to him. Well, my God, he could become the next Bill Gates. You never. No. You don't. And treat people, And you know, 100% right. You treat people as you want to be treated. And it's very funny because someone actually made an observation of me, which, first of all, please treat me like royalty. I'd like to be on a pedestal and feel like a princess. (laughs) Um, So I have no issues with that. However, um, someone had made an, an interesting comment to me which I thought because I'm always like I'm always interested in finding out like how I occur to other people right Right. like you know funny thing I'm in New York and I was going people that I hadn't met go oh I thought you were blonde which I always find like what does that really mean <laughs> 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 you're not supposed to be a redhead you're supposed to be a blonde I'm like I don't know what you mean by that but okay and the, the, colors, the, <laughs> the colors change as far as the season but if I was but if I had blonde here I think I'd look like Casper but that's a whole other story
1: right right right
4: um, but you know someone had said to me you know wow Brady I watched you um, at, I don't know if it was AdTech or if it was at SES or Webmaster World or one of these conferences, and they said, you know, it's, it was very interesting watching you because you spent as much time and gave everyone as much, like, like y- you spend time with everybody. Like, you didn't you didn't discern whom you were speaking with and whom you right. were giving time with. Um, and I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? And they said, well, there's some, obviously some people who, like, absolutely, like, you couldn't benefit from. But you, right. were, you, but you spent the time with them and you gave them good information. And, you know, I saw you hooking them up with other people and blah, blah, blah. And there were some bigwigs who actually made weight and, you know, whatever. And, you know, and I, I hadn't really, like, focused that much on that. Right. But I do think, and that's something that you were talking about earlier, I do think that's, like, that's just treat people as you want to be treated. Period. The end. And if you have the ability, like you said, to pay it forward. Right. Then pay it forward. You know, and then at the end of the day, you feel good. Like, I know when I wake up every morning... You know, if I don't wake up too early. Um, I feel really good about getting up because what I do benefits so many people. Right. You know, the same thing with you. You know, you, what you do benefits so many people. Like, you can feel good. You're making, you know, you're creating a legacy. You're contributing to the world around you. Right. And then what goes on behind the scenes as far as, you know, hey, someone may not have made ink in the paper, but you also made a good connection for them.
2: And that's, and that's key, because I know that people spend a lot of time, effort, money, uh, trying to grow their business. And, and, and what it really boils down to it, is you and I and the people we deal with, if they're not entrepreneurs, they're entrepreneurs in spirit. And the mm-hmm. people I deal with are, are trying to grow their business. And you know what? If I can help them, you know, if they, if they have a lousy story, you know, I'll tell them, you know, you've got to hone your angle. You've got to come back a little stronger. You've got to be more of what I want or what I can use. But I set the bar pretty low. Um, as far as their ability to to get something in my column, I have notes that I can run that are all of fifteen to twenty five words, right. and I have a feature area for my column. So there's a lot of different things they can do, but I know it helps them. I know it makes them feel good. Um, I won't lie good, to make right? it happen or you know stretch it too thin, but we mm-hmm. we all work to make it happen as best we can.
4: No, which is awesome. And don't forget too, you know, my, my one of my favorite stories is this. I, in another lifetime, I had once called. Because I'm a a very firm believer it's easier to follow down a flight of stairs than it is to crawl back up. Right. You know, meaning you start with, like, the president, and then you work your way down. So I called into at the time, American Airlines chairman was Bob Crandall. And I actually got Bob Crandall on the phone, which sort of shocked me.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
4: Right? So we had this conversation. I'm like, wow, you answered your own phone. That's pretty funky. And it was after hours. And he said, you know what? I'd like to do that, because how else am I going to know what the hell's going on in the company if I can't keep my finger on the pulse? Right, and just like randomly pick up the phone and talk to people, whether right. it's, you know, and I thought, wow, what a cool, cool thing. And it's, I, and to me, the people that have, that become successful or remain successful are the people that are humble, that do do that. They do get into the trenches. Right. Uh, you know, and even speaking to like, you know, Bernadette Mansour last week from the NHL, you know, her whole thing when she charted that course to, to you know, to help the NHL and in the, in the work stoppage. It was, you know what? We're not going to come out there and tell some BS story. We're going to get out there and say, hey, guess what? We kind of messed up a little bit. Right. But guess what? We've got this killer fan base. Let's start talking about what's important to you because we've got the ability to go forward in a positive way. Right. And let's build from here. So that whole, and I think what the the new millennium has brought us is people being able to be who they are. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: You know, you do not have to go out and wear that Superman outfit anymore. Like You can. You can just be a real person. And if you're a real person with some integrity, who's got a cool product, service, you know, what have you, then, um, you know, you can get yourself where you need to go in regard to getting exposure through the media.
2: Right. And that's all we're looking for. That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone who's going to work with me, uh, give me some cool ideas. Uh, Again, not just say, how how can you help me? But how can I help you? How can, how can me as an entrepreneur, this individual calling me, you know what, Jeff? I may not fit your story, but you know what? I got a friend down the street who may be perfect. You know, How can I help you make that happen? And again, we, we've spoken of it a couple times, whether it's, whether it's pay it forward, whether it's just good karma, whether it's uh, yeah. r- building relationships, and that's what we really look for out there.
4: And really respect. I'm a very firm believer. Respect what people tell you. Like, you know, you would ask me, Brandy, how do you like to be hit up? I'm cool. You can call me on the phone. You can hit me up in email. I personally am more of a phone person than an email person. Right. Unless it's like, hey, you know, like something quick where I can like Blackberry you back very quickly. Right. Then please hit my Blackberry and don't call me. Right. But, um, but respect how people want to get information because there's nothing worse than, um, and and it's got nothing to do with the person, right? It's not, you know, the person that's trying to contact the, you know, the, the, the journalist or what have you. It's just, oh my God, picture this. You know, you're, you've got your busy huge day going on and, you know, you're, you're try to respect how people need information and they're going to be more receptive to, period, right. the end. That's right. it. And everyone's got, so, you know, everyone's got a different way, so respect that. Right. And talking about respecting... The guys are looking at me and saying, "Brandy, it's time for you to respect the clock wheel. Respect
2: the clock. There you go, girl.
4: <laughs> exactly. So our wheel is wound, but once for the hour. And it is now time for us to come to a conclusion of this fabulous show. Jeff, truly interesting listening to you.
2: Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate the forum. I appreciate you inviting me in. And, and next time, like I said, I might even get off my duff and uh, come on down and uh, see what y'all are all about face to face, you know?
4: No, you, listen, you don't get off your duff. I'm going to send down one of my heavies. They're going to extricate you from your house.
1: Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't leave somebody. the Soho. I don't
4: leave the Soho. <laughs> we, we slap some headphones on your face, and we'll both be looking at each other, dying laughing, because until you're used to seeing yourself with the headphones on, it's really kind of humorous.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll bring my digital camera, so we will have a nice shot for me for my, uh, for my website when we're done.
4: There you go. There you go. So, all right. Obviously, folks, we are now officially announcing there will be a part two, or part two. Uh, with Mr. Mr. Jeff Zabar. Um, For those of you that have not read his column, please do. Um, And if you are not in the Florida area, which most of you aren't, just go to www.sunsentinel.com. That's S-U-N-S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L.com. Hey, that wasn't even in front of me, and I think I spelled it right. I'm so proud of myself. Yes, you did. And uh, go under business, and then under marketing, and you'll find um, Mr. Zabar's column. And also, folks, you heard he's also for hire. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs>
2: Any Anything I can do to help, always looking to, uh, to help people get their message out there and help them get their words right, sort of the, the wordsmith side as well.
4: Awesome, awesome. Well, listen, you, we need to let you go, but we will have you back very soon. And thank you for your awesome contribution
2: wonderful I I appreciate it Brandy I appreciate your having me and keep up your own good work there
4: yay rock on thanks so much and everyone next week we will be back with Mick and David and uh, I believe we have uh, I don't know who we have but I know we've got someone big as always so stay tuned you guys we'll be back with more